Okay, hello, and we're back with Ain't Living Right for another Thursday episode. Um, I have been working from home, and Yesenia has been in the office, and she's been waiting to tell me the stuff that's been happening in the office, so we're going to start there. We're going to start there because it's just pressing, and I was like, I need to tell her on the podcast because I need everyone to hear this reaction with me. (laughs) So we work with someone who is very problematic. I will just say that. She is super sheltered and has said a lot of ignorant things in regards to just, I don't know, just not, it's not even just about race or ethnicity, because she also just grew up with money, so it's just ignorant shit about that, too. But today, she didn't say it to me, she said it to another co-worker. Um, they were talking about kind of what their plan was as far as school, because both of them have kids, so it's like, when they reopen, like, what are you thinking about it? So she chimed in and was like, well, my son's going to be going to a private school, which is what I would actually prefer because I'm a little nervous about the curriculum now with public schools. Like, I guess they're going to start teaching about BLM and transgender people. So (laughs) what I took from that is you don't want your child to know about the Black Lives Matter movement or the fact that there's transgender people in the world. When he's old enough to see what's going on in the world... And he's going to have questions. So I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if she feels like people are going to push a certain agenda. But after that, I was like, you clearly have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Woo, okay. See, it was a lot, right? It was a lot. <laughs> I, that was left field because like I, like you said, she doesn't normally say stuff that's centered towards like race. But, okay, what would be the issue with, I don't even know how to start this. Didn't we have a whole goddamn training? Right. <laughs> like, I I don't understand what, we had a whole training. Like, you still got nothing out of the training. Like, God forbid your kid ever sees gay people kissing, holding hands. My son's godfather is transgender. Like, I just... And I'm black, so I'm just taking total offense to this right now. Yeah, no, I took complete offense to all of it. And I'm like, I'm glad she didn't say it to me because this would have started, like, a full-on war about this. Oh, my goodness. I I think what makes it worse for me and Latoria, too, for not a lot of people that know, we work in a job where... It's very diverse as far as the population we work with and just the people in the office in general. So to hear that, I was just like, okay. So basically, I'm just not coming near you at all. Mm-hmm. I've even heard um, in some of the other like areas, um, people were telling me that they would get a name and it would be... a like a black or a Mexican name and they'd be like I can't even pronounce this like why can't they just have a simple name and I'm like even just you saying that is just not okay you know it's 
Well, that reminds me of seeing um, a video on that actress from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. That plays Crazy Eyes. Mm -hmm. So her name is Uzamaka, but she goes by Uzo mm -hmm. for short. And that, you know, she said growing up, she told her mom, like, well, can you just call me this? Like, it's so much easier. And it's just, it's really hard for people to say my name. And then she had, like, a long conversation with her mom where her mom was like, if they can learn how to say Tchaikovsky and, like, all of these names, they're going to learn how to say Uzamaka. Like, it's not that hard. And so it's, again, where it's just, like, because it's going to be easy for you because you just, like, what is the argument about? Somebody can't have a unique name. That's so crazy. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't there today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know they already think I'm, I'm, like, starting a revolution in that place. Yeah, like, apparently you're rubbing off on people there. I am. So, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Okay, well, yeah. Huh. But I felt like it was a – it was – it was something that we should talk about here because I know we obviously joke and say like pretty crazy things, but we do still like stand by what we feel is right and wrong. And that, especially when we're thinking about the time that we're in, like we're living in a revolution, like we're seeing people make change and fight against things like this. And you have the nerve to just be like, I don't want my kid to go to a school where they're going to learn about Black Lives Matter and transgender individuals. So you just, you don't want your kid to learn about the world. Because that's the world. It reminds me of when um, all of the religious people got upset because they were teaching evolution. Mm. And when we think about what time that was, what time period that was, because I, I think I was in school when that became a big thing. And you're, you're thinking, okay, well, evolution makes sense. There's evidence of it. So, I mean, you could even go as far as to say maybe God created everything, but then it just evolved itself. Like, if you really want to say that, yeah. that you know, that's possible. Um, but, like, the uproar that they got, and I'm like, so now, um, God forbid, they teach us the truth about the U.S. history textbook that we have. That's her issue, is that we're maybe not going to paint Christopher Columbus as the nice John Smith from Pocahontas. Like, is, is that the, is that the anger right there? Is that the message? Like, we're going to finally be honest about what happened. I'm that. It's a, it's a fear that who she is as a, as a culture, which is by the way, a fucking Karen, a Becky, whatever the fuck you want to call her. It's the threat that you are no longer the majority. You are a minority. You always have been. And now it's really coming to the forefront. Like, you don't, you don't run things. And this is not how life has been for a lot of people. You've thought that you can control people and it's not happening anymore. It, <laughs> but it's really weird because a lot of the times um, when I here I there was like a documentary about white supremacy and they were upset that they're becoming the minority because everybody's mixing and stuff and I was just like you guys literally went boat to boat or island to island country to country messing with people like you started the mixing <laughs> you know what I mean like I, I mean yeah like America would not be what it is now if you hadn't done something like that <laughs> right and so now you're angry but it's like 
I like you started it. You started everything that you're angry about. No one told you to rape the slaves. No one told you to rape the natives. Nobody like nobody told you to do these things. Now you have native and white kids and black and white kids and you know Mexican and white kids and Spanish and white kids. You know, now you have all these kids and then of course because they're raised by both cultures, they might lean towards their more can I say spicy culture? I don't know. <laughs> like, they're more, like, spicy culture. And now they're making less and less white products. Well, the culture you that know? they know more about is mm-hmm. you want to be truthful because, if, I mean, if we're being honest, most uh, most people, what we would call white, don't necessarily know where their genes go back to. So they're just like, I don't know if I'm, like, Swedish or if I'm German or if I'm this or I'm that. I might be like five different of those things. Mm-hmm. And so you realistically don't have those ties to the culture, right. whereas you or I still have some of that. Like we still know our family history and where our people came from and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they don't have much to identify with if we're being honest. Right. Yeah, I get that. I'm just, man. I'm going to just need Jaw to set up the conversation to where she says that again, but, like, with me there. <laughs> There's so many things that have been said that I, every time I just don't say anything. And it's just, it's hard to ignore now. Okay, everyone, I do apologize for the little interruption. My dog saw another dog outside. Um, that she wanted to fight, apparently. So. <laughs> so we had to take a break. <laughs> we had to take a second. She had to calm down. Now she's laying there, well-rested with all that hyper-energy. <laughs> all right, well, back to the news. <laughs> back to that. <laughs> but just so you guys know, while her dog was going crazy... Then all of a sudden, Latoria had a response for the other dog because apparently it was looking at her dog some kind of way. It was okay. So my dog is jumping out the front window and she's scratching up the window, acting like she's going to go through it. And I'm yelling at her to stop. But as the the person walks by, it's a it's a man and his dog, and they both have the same look on their face. Like literally, they They're look like, like each other. Yeah, like. <laughs> You peasants. (laughs) And so now I feel protective. Like a minute ago I was yelling at her, but now why are you looking at my dog like that? We about to fight. (laughs) (laughs) That's my dog. God, keep walking by my house. She's protecting her house. That's why. Whatever. That's another. (laughs) Okay. But that reminded me of the Karens of the world. Because they are out in full force. Like, they just, like, they don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm like, hold on. You might have saw all them videos on the internet where them people were nice. I am not them. I will slap the shit out of you. Did you see the TikTok where the girl is talking about there was a lady yelling at the employee because she didn't want to wear a mask? And she was like, and then some lady comes up and sprays, um... Bath and Body Works warm vanilla sugar in her face and she was like and was like and then she was like oh I bet you wish you were wearing a mask now and then she goes she's like but I did it I would do it again (laughs) I that's how I feel right now like I I feel like that if you would act like that and I would be there 
I don't know. Like, could I take, like, a display pie or something? Like, I feel like I need to do something. It's okay. So, for me, I'm somebody that is, like, zero to a hundred with things. Like, I don't even think about it in the moment. Like, you just made me mad. So, now I say and do things. And afterwards, I'm like, oh, fuck. It just happens. I was leaving Walmart a few days ago. And I'm just walking with my car, minding my business, going to get to my car. A fucking Karen is, like, pulling out of a parking spot. But the way she's backing out, I know, like, I'm not going to go behind her because now she has to wait because she's backing out. So let me just keep walking in the direction that I'm walking in. Eventually, she's going to have to pull forward, but you turn your wheel anyways. I'm nowhere near you. At least that's what I think because I've been driving my whole fucking life. So not my whole life, right? But, you know, I've been driving for a while. So I'm just like, it's only logical. I'm still not in your way. You can get around me. And by the way, I'm trying to go fast too because even if you can't, I'm not trying to hold you up that long. That's just the kind of person I am. But she looked at me like dead in the face, shook her head like back and forth. Like I was really causing that much of a problem for her. So at that point, I was like, oh, no, bitch. Like, I was being considerate. And you just looked at me like I ruined your day. Like, it was 30 seconds. Calm down. So her window was rolled down, and I just fucking lost it. I looked at her, and I was like, you have space, you fucking dumbass. Do you not know how to fucking drive? And then, of course, everybody else that was in the parking lot turned around and looked at me. Like, I'm the wild one. I'm like, what? What? but why is she acting like that? Like, I was being considerate of her. And now she want to look like I really did something bad. <laughs> they really... I will ram this whole grocery cart into your car, bitch. Don't think you're safe because you're sitting in there. They they literally people. I don't I don't know. It's I we I think we've gotten to an area where people forget there's consequences to actions, yeah. and so they will speak out of turn or say something or do something and. You don't realize not everyone's from your suburb. You know, there are some people that you will highly disrespect not knowing you did. And that's why we see the videos of, you know, them saying something and then just getting their ass whooped. And then everybody's like, oh, no, they shouldn't have put hands on them. And it's like, but they felt froggy. So I'm like, jump. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to come at me, come at me. But no you going to catch these hands. And that's the kind of generation that the millennials and the Gen Z's are. They, they're about those hands. No, for real. It's like, oh, we're not all talk. Like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I ain't scared. No. And, and that's the, and that's the crazy part. Cause they're, and that's why when people, um, would make the sign like we're not our ancestors. Oh, like, I definitely am not. I mean, I feel like I got when people were saying like that was disrespectful and I get it, but I think the main point of what they're trying to say is we will not sit by and just watch you guys say or do whatever, but to be in a car and be bold enough to like shake your head at somebody and you know, I don't I don't know if you can tell by Yusinia's tone, but she has, like, a strong resting bitch face. <laughs> it's, um, it's in full force. So I'm just saying, looking at me, you should have known I was not the one. Exactly. So to do that makes no sense because literally I've stopped myself from talking shit based on height, width, and the face. 
Oh, okay. oh, yeah, me too. I've been ready to say something, and then you see the person, and you're like, whoop, never mind, never mind. Yes, but everybody needs that that level, because there's times where you know I have road rage. Yeah. I have road rage. There's times I've looked in the car, and the person I've seen looking back at me, I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that was my bad not yours that was my bad. i'm like you cut me off that was my fault i'm so sorry like if they literally punk you like Debo did in friday man where he's just like he'd be like shut the fuck up and i'll be quiet but when he leaves i'll be talking again <laughs> That's how it is, man. On the way, like on the way to this car, because you know I gotta speed up and see the person because I have to see if you look as stupid as I think you look for what you just did. I don't know, makes sense in my head. But <laughs> um, so I'm like driving, I'm like racing, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get to the side. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Just don't look. It's okay, that's fine. I cut you off. My bad. <laughs> and so that's that's literally how it is. So I need everyone to get on board with that and remember that there is always someone bigger, meaner, crazier, nastier. Like, these are just the common, like, than you. You do not need to be Billy Badass because then Billy Badass will come find Joe ass and you'll be like, wow. So, um... Mickey? <laughs> like, I didn't know I was Mickey Mouse. But that's the thing is definitely knowing the limits, right? Like, I don't think I'm so high and mighty. Like, I can admit when somebody does intimidate me and I'm going to be like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and back down. Mm-hmm. That that don't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I can admit that. I can't I can't be everybody's ass. I know that. Um. Though I know we can't do names, but the one coworker you were talking about earlier today, uh-huh. that one I would have never tried. Something about her, I would never tried her. She looks like, and it's based off of how she looks. Like me and her had kind of like a little weird relationship thing because of I think you know what was being said about mm-hmm. me at the time. So I was like looking at somebody. But <laughs> um, I just feel like she has that red level. Like, in her face, I just seen that red level that, like, my mom had, where my mom just blacks out. My mom has it. My cousin has it. And they just have this crazy eye look. Like, they're not going to stop until you're beat the fuck up. Like, it's oh, yeah. like... And I, and I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that, that it's definitely, like, She's very quiet, and she's mm-hmm. not going to say how she's feeling, but just let it get to that point. Yeah. She, she, you just felt the energy, like, and there would be times where somebody would say something in the um, break room, and it would irritate her, and I would see her look at them, and just, like, stare them down, and I was like, oh, they feeling, they feeling it right now, because I know, I'd have been like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all gentle and nice, like, you're all mad, and you're just like... I'm just trying to eat my food. I don't, like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, what do you want from me? I don't know. Should I go, like, sit outside? <laughs> so, I mean, there's levels. There's right, levels. right. But, like, if anybody that knows her or talks to her, like, 
at first you'd be like, man, what the fuck is she going to do? But like, you just <laughs> never know. You don't. You just never know. She has the eyes. She has the crazy eyes. My mom had them. <laughs> like, she just has those eyes. That's why you knew to sit your ass down yeah. when she looked at you. Are you were in a store? Like, she didn't even have to say shut up. Like, you felt it. It was, like, just in your brain. We were just talking <laughs> through telepathy. And it was just one look. She looked at me. I'm like, I got to sit my ass down. <laughs> or, like, or she would that's, that's hypnosis. I know. Like, and she'd come to me, and I'd be like, oh, please don't reach for the purse. Please don't reach for the purse. Because that meant the wooden spoon was coming out. And that meant I was going into a dressing room, and I was getting my ass beat. So... <laughs> It's but like, who didn't experience that? You I, just just think you're gonna act up, and then all of a sudden your mom's like, "Excuse me, do you guys have a restroom? Yeah, like just somewhere private." And you're like, "God damn!" But here's the thing: why everybody answer her though? Like nobody knew what was gonna happen. Like right, she's right away they're like, "Oh, ma'am, it's in the back." She's like holding on to your shirt or your hand or something, and you can tell it's an angry hold. It's mm-hmm. not, like, a nice hold. And she's like, y'all got a dressing room or a bathroom? And everybody looking at you, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's in the back, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, and you're sitting there like, what the? Help! <laughs> and they're just, like, taking her to you the bathroom. You know what's about to go down. <laughs> Why did you point her in that direction? Really, though? But you know what it was? They were like, if it's not you, it's going to be me. So let me just go ahead and tell her where that's, it's That's at. what it was, because that's how it is with men. It's oh, like, yeah. look, if it, if it ain't you, it's me, and I choose you. Like Kevin Hart said, and I choose you. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to get my ass beat. Man. But, man, that's so real, though. Yeah. Like, now... Just talking about parents and knowing the way they were with us, I'm just like, no, I was really abused. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why I am the way I am as an adult. <laughs> that, that's why That's why we now want to be yelled at by men. Yeah. This is now why we want to be spanked by men. This is now why we want men to put us in our place, because we've had that conversation, where we want to pop off and a man like, sit down, shut up. And you're like, okay. But why you got to say it like that? <laughs> you know? It's so bad. Like, I want to yell at you and I want you to get mad. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I'm like, damn, you're supposed to tell me to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You, you get mad. Doing that. Like, you just going to let me talk to you like that? You be instigating the fight yourself. Man. And you know what? Then you push it to limits that it doesn't need to go to. <laughs> like, oh, so you're just going to be a little bitch? <laughs> That's why I ain't come last night. Then they're like, who the fuck you calling? Then I'm like, okay. Oh, so the man finally came out. I got the reaction I wanted. It is such horrible thinking, but I really think it comes from, like, all of that just happening to you. Yeah. No, for sure. And then it meant love. That's how, well, well, that's how you took it. So now you have a warped sense of what affection and love is. Right. So it's like my mom spanked me when I did bad stuff because she loves me and wants me to be good. So it equals that. And it, and it's like you have to get out of that and almost you can't. It's it's almost like a, like a slippery slope. Well, and then people will say, well, since because you're aware of that, like, can't you just change it? And it's mm-hmm. like, no, because this is like what I'm so used to. 
And that's what kind of flips that switch, so to say, like in my head. Mm -hmm. So no, it's very hard to switch it up and not be that anymore. Oh yeah. And this is how I know, like when I'm swiping on Tinder or like all the other dating apps that are out there, um, the guy that I'm overly attracted to, I'm like, nope, you're toxic. Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. There's something about you that reminds me of something I like so much. And because I know my interests are toxic, you're toxic. We can't talk. I still be swiping, though. Um, Sometimes we match up and I get happy, but then, like, nothing else happens. Right. But, I mean, at least I know the type, okay? But, I mean, if they holler, what am I going to (laughs) do? Well, you know, today, you again, you weren't at the office, but the topic of daddy issues came up. Yep. And so the person I was talking to was like, well, how do you kind of see daddy issues? And I'm like, well, simple explanation being that what I saw as a kid and what I experienced as a kid now leads me to men that are pretty much like my dad. Mm-hmm. And we know, I mean, what is it? Basic psychology kind of shows you that when it comes to dating, you tend to morph that person or you, you see that person as somebody like your parents. You tend to gravitate towards people like that parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I found myself being with guys and being able to point out every single part of them that was exactly like my dad. Okay. But if you think about it, that's the first man I knew. That's the first man I developed a relationship with. And so it kind of formed in my head that that's the kind of man I'm, I should be with. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And you don't see those things in a person right away. Oh, yeah, of course not. But then as you're dating them, you're like, what? this is like super, super familiar. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why when I, I'm immediately attracted to you, I was like, nope. Like, something in my head was like, this person, this person needs to be in your life. And I'm like, hmm, so you must be possessive, aggressive, <laughs> um, <laughs> violent. Uh, you must uh, drink alcohol constantly. Yeah. You must um, sell weed out the window on, like, a hot, curb or something like that like there those are the only things and and I have like a bad boy trait obviously we know after a picture we've seen recently yeah like if you look bad I'm just like I'm excited on a whole new level and I'm like why do we have this mind frame but then you think about it and we used to watch shows where there was the good boy and, and the, the bad, bad boy. boy. The bad boy was always winning. He was always fun. He was always winning. Everybody liked him. You know, and we just had this idea that almost like um, I can even take it back to Boy Meets World. So oh, you have We always like Sean more yes. than Corey. So you have Corey and you have Sean. Sean was fine. Sean was broken. You just wanted to fix him. Sean was funny. Sean was everything. You were like, well, who's Corey? I'm sorry. Like. Who's, who's yeah. the puppy that follows you around, yeah. you know? And and then when he went to college and then you met his brother, 
who was just even like him to the 10th degree, I was like, yep, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I have issues. Mm-hmm. I have some serious issues. For sure. And so, I don't know. I don't know how to get past that or, like, work that out in therapy. The therapy that I'm not in. I don't know because it just, it <clears throat> continues for me. Like, and then I, I see that, like, it could, it gets worse and worse and worse. So, like, then being tra- attracted to men that are, like, 20 years older than me. Oh, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And having to <laughs> explain to somebody like that, do you does it not ever cross your mind how much daddy issues a person has to have to be willing to be with somebody that's that much older than them? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I had this conversation with a guy that I had no business being with. And so, um, like, long ago, I was, I can't talk too much about it, of course, because there was an issue, Um, but I was 16 at one point, and I was dating someone who was 27, and he had a six-year-old daughter, and I remember he came, and he picked me up from school, and we used to go to, like, park in this park, um where honestly we could do stuff and nobody would see us or whatever. And then he looked at me one time when we were done and he was like, you know, it's so weird because I think what if someone was doing this with my daughter and he clearly had a younger daughter and I'm thinking, so you know it's wrong in your head and you're fine with it. Like to me, I was just obsessed with the fact that an older man loved, you know, liked me. He was trying to be all up in my face and telling me that um, I was so special and stuff like that. But that let me know that he was consciously aware that something was wrong. Like it, this wasn't okay. And so once I started doing that, once I had that conversation with him, I started like realizing why am I going after guys that are so much older than me? You know what I mean? He had like 10 years on me. I've had times where I'm talking to people that are 15 years on me and I'm just like, what is it that I need fulfilled from you? Like what's missing in me that you need to, I don't know, because I have a dad like alive and well. Yeah, I do too. I do too. (laughs) So, I'm like, I don't understand. I call him constantly. He, he'll come down here and take care of my son when I need him to. So I'm like, where are these daddy issues coming from? Like, did I just make them up in my head? And just sometimes you wonder, right? Because <laughs> I know that my dad, he does have his issues. He's not perfect. But when I think about my life growing up, I'm like, I lived in a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. So I definitely always had my mom, always had my dad. My dad was always a provider. It didn't matter, like, whatever he did on his personal time. He never missed a day of work. And he worked 60-hour weeks, you know, so six days a week, outside, hot sun. Didn't matter how he felt. If he felt like shit, if he didn't get enough sleep, he still went to work. I still had everything I needed, right? I'm not going to say everything I wanted because we didn't have that luxury, but I had what I needed. My needs were met. It was... Then when I got to college and I needed a way to get myself to school, oh, yeah, he got me a car. Like, 
my dad has definitely been that support. And so, although he has his own issues that, yeah, they sucked growing up and made me feel a certain way, I still can't wrap my head around having that many daddy issues, though. <laughs> I'm like, but he's not a fucking deadbeat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's why I'm confused. Like, what, did I just watch movies and just absorb absorbed, all of them? Yeah, you know what I mean? Absorbed their issues in the movies and then all of a sudden I have daddy issues and I mean because honestly I used to like a lot of those like teen bopper movies where the girl was always chasing the bad guy and she was into drugs to look popular and stuff like that like I did watch those movies and so I'm like is that what happened I just absorbed their life into my life because I mean I didn't come from a two-parent household so maybe the fact that my dad was absent in the home, maybe that's why I'm trying to grab on to some guy who's going to live with me forever and tell me he loves me and all these things. But my dad was still there. So it's just, it's really, it's just really strange where this all comes from. But the level of security, insecurities that we have to deal with anyway. Man, man. And so that's like, Another thing that you and I talk about a lot is just our insecurities in general. Um, and kind of like how that's like made us of who we are, right? So then we struggle with being able to do certain things with confidence because we're like worried about something so small that nobody even cares about. But in our head, we're like, no, this is what they're paying attention to. This is what they're going to notice and what they're going to focus on. So I don't even want to go through with this. It's... It's crazy. It's crazy. It is. Um, Because I know most people that know me outside of work and everything, my smile is everything to me. I have no idea where this insecurity came from, but I am obsessed with my teeth being white. And so there was a time where I was over whitening like so much. It was bad. I was doing the whitening strips and I would rinse my mouth with um, one part peroxide, like the cap, and mm-hmm. then two parts water. Now my teeth are so sensitive that the littlest temperature change just, it hurts. It's, it's so bad. But I had this weird insecurity not ever having an issue. I, it's not like I ever had like bad yellow teeth or like poor dental hygiene or anything like that. And here this you know, minimal uh, insecurity that nobody else thinks of. Everybody's like, well, as long as I brush my teeth and floss, I'm fine. But me, I'm like, no, I need to whiten strip. I need to do this and I need to do that. And I, like, it was, I even had my teeth professionally whitened in a mall. I'm not lying. So I went to the Great Mall in Milpitas and I was there for shopping, but there was a professional teeth whitening place. So I was like, not even there for it. But in my head, my insecurity was like, I should whiten my teeth while I'm here. And it's like, who, what? Who's, like, <laughs> it literally is that meme where it's like, nobody, nobody. And then it's me. I should whiten my teeth. And so I literally sat there in the mall in the middle because it was like a kiosk thing with like this teeth whitening thing on and I'm sitting there chilling and playing on my phone. And then they did the the white um, test and I was 
two shades from perfect white. But then when you like do the light under my teeth, my enamel is gone. Enamel. Enamel. I'm black. Enamel. <laughs> I'm like, I'm black. We, <laughs> we forget letters. Like, the um, enamel is gone. And I'm like, all that, and I can't even drink like a hot coffee or ice cream, like biting ice cream. I don't know how people do that. That fudgesicle we had the other day, mm-hmm. mm-mm, that almost killed me. It touched my front tooth, and I was like, ah. It was like that point where you're, like, paralyzed. Like, it hurts yeah. so bad yeah. that your body tenses up, and you can't function. So I'm like, I I don't know. We, we all have the insecurities, but I think just us being aware of what they are, um, obviously it doesn't help, but still, like, just be aware. Yeah, but then... When I think about some of the stupid little insecurities that I have, it comes from, like, one minor situation that I never forgot about, so (laughs) I can't get over it. Like, I mean, okay, I'm a Mexican girl. Most Mexican girls are super hairy. I'm fortunate that, like, I don't have super hairy arms. I don't got to shave my arms like other girls do. Like, I'm not worried about that. But I remember one time this guy, and I don't even know what he was mad about. But he said I had a mustache. Do you know that, like, from then on, like, it does not matter if I have, like, the tiniest little peach fuzz. I'm like, I have to do something about this. Because, no, I don't have a mustache. I can't. I can't have a mustache. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, I feel that way because with the hair above my lip, it's like a shadow effect plus the hair growing in. So sometimes even when I have makeup on, it makes me look like I have a mustache because it's like mm-hmm. hyper pigment right there. And that's another one with me. I don't know. Facial hair in general, like ever since I got that hormone IUD, like the chin whiskers were real. <laughs> and, and it didn't matter if I plucked it that day. I would look in the mirror and then there's one like the size of or the length of my real hair. Like it's just, it just grew that fast. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I just plucked you. There's no reason that you're basically like being tucked into my bra. Like I don't (laughs) understand how you got so long so fast. And it was just doing, and it got to the point where I started having to like, I'm only going to do it if it gets really bad. And so a lot of the times I just didn't do it until literally it got kind of bad because I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking out over this. I already have my little insecurities about it. I feel like I can't talk to people face to face because I feel like they notice it even though they probably don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have like a, um, a work husband and I always point insecurities out to him to see if he can see it. So I'm like, I'm like, can you see my, like, chin hairs like that? And, you know, I'm standing, like, a good way away from him. And he has to, like, look up. And he's like, well, if I'm really close to you. And so I feel more comfortable being able to talk to him about it. And then him expressing, like, you're you're dramatic right now. Calm down. Yeah. You're overreacting. Yeah. Like, Because in my head, just everybody knows. It's, the, it's like when you have a pimple on your nose. It's like everybody's looking at it. I don't yeah. Know, like, yeah. And you don't even want to make eye contact with people because you're like, fuck, they're going to really notice this. <laughs> you're like everyone. You're like NASA can see it in the sky. You're like, there's a spider in a web somewhere like 
nasty bitch. <laughs> you know, like, you're just like, oh my God, everybody can see my nose. And I don't know. I just, I hate that too. Speaking of our work husband, he's okay. like, he's super, a super good friend to us, but almost like you can treat him the, the way we would like a boyfriend or something. But he doesn't think it's weird. Like we're just friends. I think everybody needs a friend like that. <laughs> I think you do because this is somebody that just makes you feel better about things. Mm -hmm. Like I've never experienced someone paying attention and noticing as much as he does. Oh, I know. Like when I can, you cut your hair. Yeah, when I when I <laughs> cut my hair or dye my hair, most people don't notice it right away, and he'll be like, "You did your hair, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Yes, I did." And mm -hmm. you're just like, "What the? Okay, so you're paying attention." One day I was wearing, like, a shade of, like, blue eyeshadow. And he was like, did you use a different palette today? Is that new? I don't think I've ever seen you in that. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, dude. Like, I love this because you're just my friend, but you make me feel amazing. Yeah, no. I know what you're talking about because he, what was it? When I came, I come back to the office, like, every few days and I've been at home for the longest time. I was on a leave of absence. So I haven't really been able to see all my little work friends. And when I came back, I was telling him like every day, it's like, what's for lunch? What are we doing for lunch? Are we going out for lunch? Are you taking me to lunch? Every single day. And so it got to the point now, he comes to my desk and is like, what are we doing for lunch? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. Like, he really pays attention. Like, one day I got to work, and I was just a little bit happier. And so I was like, good morning. And he was like, you're in a really good mood today. Someone went to the gym this morning, huh? Because he knows I'm, like, super about the gym, and it had just reopened. So he's like, mm -hmm. you went to the gym this morning, huh? And I'm like, dude, like, if only everybody could be like this, just, like, so positive and just notices things about you pays attention to what you tell them and they remember it so they're able to reference it later. Like, I don't know a lot of people like that. Mm -mm. If only, though, he knew you probably were that happy because you got dick. I, I didn't. I, just, <laughs> okay. I ended up telling him, nah, dude, I really feel like shit, but I felt like maybe if I put the energy out there, I would feel better. <laughs> like, yes, I'm so happy today. And they're like, why are you frowning? Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to make it a happy day. <laughs> but, okay, so speaking of him, I have a work crush, okay? So there's someone that we work with that I have the biggest crush on, and he doesn't even work in our building. Like, he's at another area. <laughs> but when I see him, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So he happened to be at our office today. After he left, I go up to our work husband, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, do I look okay today? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, like, do I look good? Like, usual standard of beauty? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, because he was just here and I had to make sure I looked good. <laughs> usual standard of beauty. <laughs> I would love to hear his version of our usual standard of right, beauty. Right, <laughs> right. Because there are some times that I've come in and, like, I basically feel like it's sleepwear. It's just uh, professional sleepwear at that point. And I didn't try to do nothing with my hair. Didn't try to do nothing with my face. I was just, I'm here. Like, that's all you get today, job. <laughs> that's all you get. 
Well, okay, so with this work crush, though, I was like, I was like, I feel like he's kind of stupid. Like, I'm trying to flirt with him, and I'm trying to put it out there, but he's not catching on to it. I think he's somebody that I have to explicitly be like, dude, I fucking like you, okay? And the work husband, he's like, yeah, you do. Like, we're kind of oblivious. And I'm like, nah, y'all just stupid. You're just no. stupid. I feel bad thinking this because he's so nice. And you know, you know, I feel a personal little like, oh, yeah, he's so cute and he'd be good for you and stuff. I, sometimes I get the feeling he is stupid. Like, like he's... No, don't, don't. Don't make it worse. I feel like he's... You ever see the Big Bang Theory? I mean, once in a while. But I, if you mention characters, I'm not going to know who you're Okay, well, I will, we'll YouTube it later and, and you'll see. Like, Penny has this one boyfriend. I forget his name. It's like Brad or something. And he's super hot. But he's so dumb. And so, like, every time he comes around, uh, all the, like, brainy, you know, because they're scientists and stuff, they'll make jokes about him to him. And because he doesn't get it, he, like, laughs about yeah. it. And, I mean, that's, like, the extreme for TV, of course. But I feel like sometimes he, you know, I don't even want to say dumb. I think he's airheaded. A little bit. There's he's, things that go yes, over his head. He's airheaded i will stick with that because dumb is kind of mean and he's very intelligent but i see him as like a meathead like he's all this muscle but like common sense airhead. yeah it the just, common sense yeah. is not there um and that's how i see him so i 100 think you're gonna have to literally go up to him and be like i like you what's up and then even then he might be like <laughs> you're joking so you're gonna have to say it again yeah because he's not gonna take it no and so i'm like okay i'm like literally i found that it was his it was his birthday so i like emailed him about it and so i was like you think he would have caught on then like we barely talk but i made it a point to tell you happy birthday like a normal person would be like there's something else behind that happy birthday right mm -hmm. and so our work husband is like no, I would have been like, oh, I just got a birthday wish, neato. And I was like, yeah, both of you guys are stupid. You're fucking stupid. I was like, let me ask another reference. So the other, only other male in that row. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, come here. If I sent somebody an email, wait. So I was like, just out of nowhere, we don't really talk that much. We don't see each other that much. But I found out it's your birthday and I'm letting you know happy birthday. Would you think it's just a birthday wish? Or I mean something else by that. He was like, I would think there's something else behind that. I feel like in a multiple choice, he, he picked an answer he that it obviously was. No, but I, th I think that that is the case. Because he even went on to say, you know, I used to be oblivious to things. It was really hard for me to know if somebody was flirting mm. with me. He's like, but I, I see it a little bit more now. Like, I kind of catch on to those things. He's like, in that situation, I would have thought, like, especially since I don't really see you that much, you're reaching out yeah. with another intention. Well, especially because you guys had that little, um, uh, that little rendezvous. I'm about to start rumors on here. Right. Because <laughs> you guys had that little meet-up, like, conversation thing at the gym, At the gym, too. yeah. You know, you think that he would think I spoke to her. We had this little kind of, like, flirty moment and then now she's wishing me a happy birthday like how does she even know it's my birthday like right. she's researching right. you know what i mean um 
Yeah. I... Well, and here's the thing. Like, I thought he was cute when I first met him, and then I got over it after I would hear him talk. I'm like, oh, you're kind of dumb. You know? Airheaded. Yeah. Because our if we get listeners, they're going to be mad that we're slinging the word dumb. Airheaded. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, most cues that people catch on to, he just doesn't. Okay? So... That's when I was like, okay, whatever, I'm over it. But when I saw him at the gym, and he was like, you look really good. Like, you have lost weight. Like, I'm, you know, and just thinking, I don't see you often, but you noticed something, and you complimented me, and you were like, you look good. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, hold up. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to pay attention to you. So you planted that, okay? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. now you're like, you don't know what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'm just, I will be highly upset if you guys don't get together and get married one day, because I imagine, like, you with, like, 12 kids, and then you're, like, tired sitting on the couch, and the way he turns you on is, like, role-playing, but he's, like, Mr. Clean, because the house oh, is so yeah. dirty with 12 kids. And so... And he's like, I, he's, He looks like Mr. Clean to me. Like, I that should be his or his Halloween costume. Like, you should plan I mean, that. I mean, he did play event. Santa for our Christmas event. Did he? Santa has hair. Well, but I'm saying he's already into playing characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll role play in a he second. Was, he was Santa. Do you remember? Uh-uh. I don't think I went. Where was it? <laughs> it was, like, in the, the big room where we were having, like, a holiday, like, potluck or whatever. And... I don't remember a Santa. Well, yeah, you might not have been there, but he showed up, and your boss was like, Oh, my God, it's Santa! And I was like, who is playing Santa? And then somebody else was like, yo, man, is playing Santa. <laughs> so, did you do the whole, like, what I want for Christmas? No, like, I should have. Uh, I know. Missed opportunity, right? Right. I just want a really good man. Man. And you sit on the whole lap, not even just, like, the one knee. <laughs> and this Christmas, can I please get a man? <laughs> That looks like this. It's probably named this. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, Santa, that's a really thick candy cane you have poking in my back. <laughs> so bad. But like, we literally look at men and we say these things about them. He, you know, he has a nice physique. And that's what I noticed when I first met oh him. Oh my god. He, it looks... The only thing I would say is he looks, um, like, stiff. Yeah. But he has the body. If you could just teach him how to, like, move the hips, I feel like that would be a really good fuck. Oh, yeah. But, because, I mean, he has the strength. Like, his well, stomach is there. When I saw him today, just seeing his arms and his chest, I'm like, I need you to lift me. Yes. And hold me against the wall. Yes. And this is how you're going down on me. Like, you ah. pick me up. Like, this is what I need. This is what I envision. Mm-hmm. I re- where did I recently see that? I saw that in a movie somewhere, and I was like, not that I've never seen it, but yeah. you hear people talk about it. But, I mean, 
Literally, sometimes you can't even find men that can pick you up. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm sorry. He looks like he can. He Yeah, he does. And so I was watching this movie, and it was about, like, the devil, and they were in, like, a mental hospital or something. And the guy, it was this strong-ass, like, black, just, oh, my God, muscles everywhere. And he has the girl, and she's on his shoulders, and he's in the middle of the floor. And uh, he's eating her out in the middle of the floor, then he goes up against the wall and it kind of like slams her back against it and she's like it just looked magical i was just and that's like, what i envisioned i feel like you can do that man i just ah that's such it's just yeah and no when i saw him today obviously like i kind of pulled the angle of like oh you never went back to the gym like oh, okay but they just closed again so i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do and he's like talking about what workouts he's been incorporating he's like and i've lost like 15 pounds and I was like oh, okay where you look good and so then he kind of does this thing where he like sort of like flexed and was like looking at his arm and like oh, okay I would have continued that and I would have been like well I'm not too sure about at home workouts but it sounds like you have a good setup like maybe we can work out together mm-hmm. I would have gone with that but we have one nosy ass loud ass co-worker that was there and you know she inserts herself in everybody's conversations and that's why I didn't do it that's why I didn't. She is the ultimate cock block. Yes. That bitch can fuck up a wet dream. I'm not even lying. Like, you could be in the middle of fucking climaxing in your dream. And she's and gonna I hear pop her up voice. and be like, I just have a quick question for you. Oh my God. <laughs> I Bless can't. your heart. I. Oh. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> um, I, there's, I, that voice is very memorable, I want to say. Like, it's all, it reminds me of the nanny, like, Fran Drescher. Yeah, it, it, it lingers. It lingers. Like, it's just, she's our Cardi B. What do you mean? She's our Cardi, because Cardi B has that voice. Have you ever seen? You just continuously hear it in your head. Yes, have you seen the Instagram where she's calling uh, Culture's name and Culture's ignoring her? And she's, like, screaming Culture's name. And I'm like, oh, my God, that baby's going to have no eardrums. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like I feel like that's the void. Like, it, yeah. it's high, it's it's loud, It's you know what I mean? And I love Cardi B, don't get that wrong. But that voice is so memorable. Like, you can hear that on the radio and be like, Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this lady, you're just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, I know it's the opposite, but it's because... it sucks, because I'm like, my gosh, bitch, I couldn't even flirt. I couldn't even really get my Mac on, because I know you would have been all up in the mix. No, exactly. She would have been making it worse. Like, and she probably would have pointed it out. Yeah. Like, oh, you sound like you're flirting. Yeah, oh, I think she likes you, bitch. Like, judo chop. <laughs> like, I just want to do that. I'm like, don't nobody like you, though. Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. You would have messed it up. I actually had to stop talking to him because then she was talking to him. So I was like, I'm just going to walk off. You know, I I understand I like to talk. Obviously, like, we have this podcast because we just love to hear our own voice. But, like, I 
don't just say stuff for the sake of saying stuff. Like half the people in the office, I don't even talk to unless I have a question or we're like in passing or we have that relationship. But I swear a burglar will come in the office, like trying to like kidnap people and stuff. And she'd be just sitting there having a conversation. Talking about how glad she is that they're wearing a mask. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because of COVID. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, can't we just say COVID is, like, fucking things up? But, like, some people, you just want to be like, dude, get over it. Get over it. Like, in our office. Like, Grayson. (laughs) He was stuck on that topic for a while. But in our office, like, we're not required to wear face masks. I mean, they say you should, like, when you get up and you leave your desk and what you're doing. But we don't have to. And this is going to sound bad for us because we're kind of like, well, I'm not going to wear it. (laughs) And honestly, though, when people have asked me, why don't you wear one? I tell them I don't have a reason because I know none of them are good. So I'm just not even going to put it out there. (laughs) But we were talking about this. And so, again, she inserts herself in a conversation that is not at all about her. So we're saying something about where we're required to wear masks and where we're not. And she's like, you know, us older people would really appreciate it if you did. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, first of all, nobody was talking to you. And then how I'm going to respond to that now is not going to be nice. And then you're going to get butt hurt. But like you inserted yourself in something that Mm -hmm. fucking wasn't about you. Yeah. Here. Okay. So here's. My thought process, because I know in the beginning we were we were talking shit about Karen's not wearing masks. That this, that's not what this is about at all. See it from our point of view. Our cubicles are open, and the desk where some of the workers sit at don't even have cubicles. They're just open. open. So you're able to not wear your mask when you're in your own area. But you have to wear it when you're walking through the hallways, which is not a hallway because everything is an open area. So what does it matter at that point? Because if I take it off and I'm in my cubicle and I'm sneezing and I'm coughing because I put it on when I'm walking. All of a sudden, now the sun, everyone's people. protected, which, by the way, I would like to point out that one of my coworkers did the flame test and the mass that my job provided for us. Um, we were able to blow out the flame through the mask. So it's not even working because the mask is too thin. And, you know, when I pointed that out to management, I got the side eye. But, <laughs> you know, it's not even like you guys provided us with the right material to be safe. So now nothing makes sense anymore. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But she does. She inserts herself and then... I want to say stuff, but I'm I'm the asshole if I do because she's old and uh, that well, needs to stop being an excuse though because old people will just say whatever they want. Yeah, no, that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. <laughs> like, no, it's not because old people also be saying racist shit. Like, they no. do. They say whatever they want, and then the moment you correct them, it's like respect your elders, and you're like, what? What just happened? Okay, so you get to hide behind that and just be wrong the rest of your life? Like, you're not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That should be annoying. But she inserts herself in so many things that I will literally look at my boss and be like, was I fucking talking to her? <laughs> was I talking to her? And my boss would be like, oh, 
I know, stop. And I'm like, but but for real though, did I ask her or did I ask you? And the last time I checked, she doesn't hold a job title that's even remotely close to mine. So why the fuck she's answering my question? I don't know. She don't do this job. <laughs> no, tell me why. Um, when I go into your boss's office, I immediately close the door. close the door. I just close the door. Like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to anger myself because I know no matter what I'm talking about, I could be talking about a UTI. And, and she'll she would, start laughing. Even if she doesn't say anything, she'll start laughing as if she yes, was part of the conversation. Because she wants you to be like. To acknowledge her <laughs> and bring her in instead of her bringing herself in. <laughs> she wants you to be like, what's so funny? Yeah. And you're like. No, because I'm still trying not to have this conversation with you. Yeah. And so she'll laugh and then she's like, I just have to say one thing. And I'm like, do you? Like, do you have to? <laughs> like, we should just be like, well, um, I didn't ask. Wait, what is it? Um, uh, Big Sean... He was like, fuck it to you, since if it ain't going towards the bill. That's what I feel like yeah. saying there. Like, no, it reminds me of all those dumbass jokes we used to say as kids where they would start saying something and you'd be like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is an A and B conversation, so, so see, see your, your way, way out. out. Yeah. Or what was the X or the other one? This is a WX conversation, so why are you in it? Yeah. Like you be wanting to say you stupid say stupid like that. I'm gonna say it one day, like I don't know. No, okay, so in college I used to always cause this guy did it to me one time. I said something and he was like, Yeah, I remember asking. And so after that, I held on to that statement. And every time he would start to say something in a conversation, I'd be like, yeah, I remember asking. I used to get him every time after that. So now sometimes I want to do it to her. Like if she says something, I'm going to be like, when did I ask? <laughs> remember that part in the conversation where I didn't invite you by <laughs> asking your comment? <laughs> like that's how we'll just be sitting no, there minding our own she, business. The next time she does it, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. Is your name Latoria? <laughs> That's really what it is. Like, because there, there's you, me, work husband. Like, that's that's the table we sit at. That's the, the I'm going to call them dates we go on. That's, that's all that stuff. So, like, even the other one that's not like her, the, the yellow-haired one. Like, no. Yeah. What, like, and she will be across the room. We won't even be anywhere near her. Like, I know we're loud, but I don't mean anything. Like, I didn't ask you. Like, we're sitting there talking, and we only have a short amount of time. So if we start talking to you, now the time is being killed. And Yeah, on you. And I never even wanted you a part of this. I want their opinion. Please, go away. Like, and then there's the dumbass people that'll be like, well, if you're talking around them and you're in public and they can hear them. Still, though, I didn't address you. I didn't make eye contact with you. I never said your fucking name. It's not about you. You yeah. just decided your ears were going to perk up when you heard somebody's voice and you got to know all the details. You don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not, we're not cool like that. If I wanted you to know, I would be telling it directly to you. I would tell those people that would say that, okay, say you're 
outside, you just caught your significant other cheating on you. So you're having this big old loud, like, fuck you, fuck them, like, I, I did this for you, blah, blah, blah. What if someone came up and was just like, um, it was just a date? Like, did you ask that person oh, to yeah. include? But you're, I mean, you're loud, you're in public, like, you're doing all those things, but it's an intentional conversation, mm-hmm. like, that you're having with someone, and it's just respected that, hey, I'm not a part of that conversation. And not only that, they've never been a part of our conversation. We've never, never once asked for their opinion. So it's a continuous, we don't want your opinion thing, but you keep inserting yourself. So then I'm like, you know what? That's just you. That's that's not even me no more. That's just you. Because <laughs> I take hints. I don't know. I guess this entire podcast is just kind of about the dynamics of our workplace, but there's just certain people there where I'm like, you clearly don't got shit going on for yourself outside of here. You're only relevant when you're here. And even then you're not that relevant, but you're trying to like, you're trying to make yourself more important than what you are. Yes. That's how, that's how I feel. I don't know. It's, it's really weird, but I do agree this whole podcast episode was about work work and i hope everyone likes it because we're hitting a little after an hour so we can conclude it i guess at this point you'll just have to somewhat relate to us bitching maybe there's somebody like that in your workplace (laughs) and you know whether you agree or you disagree have the conversation um we'll see you next thursday bye bye